Back to more of the fastest and most fun two hours in radio. It's the Steakhouse. Yeah, let's go. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Welcome back to the Steakhouse here at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Mark Zinnemann for Steak Shapiro alongside Rusty Mansell. And Rusty woke up this morning and chose violence. Uh, we'll get into that coming up here. Later on in the show. X has my back. Appreciate you, folks. I know you guys Get do. some of stats, do. man. Which, thankfully, they've conveniently left me out of the conversation. They have. They're not really saying anything about you. Okay, good. That's Because that's what I desire, <laughs> to not be talked about. Um, we'll do the tailgate coming up here in a little more than uh, 20 minutes. Uh, also, right after the top of the hour here, uh, what quarterback should the Falcons be eyeing, and how much will the top three picks in the draft decide what they have to do. So we'll get into all that coming up. Uh, plenty to do here, belly up. Uh, we also have uh, three strikes, which I think we have a really good three we strikes question. We have some great three we strikes. Have, we, have some, we, we were talking pre-show. I think we got a, a fun one, oh, yeah. to say the least. Uh, so stay tuned for all that. All right, Falcons coaching search continues. Um, and look, you know, I think it's important to remember the timeline here. And I put this out on Twitter X earlier in the week. And I said, Rusty, that, you know, a lot of Falcons fans don't realize that hiring Bill Belichick may be the absolute very best thing for this franchise. If you believe that the brain trust of Arthur Blank and Rich McKay, which has now selected the last four coaches that have been here, um, whose only measure of success is directly tied to Matt Ryan, right? Correct. Um, At quarterback. Then if, if the, the pickers are the, the – and the picker's process is the problem, Belichick coming in here would change the picker's process because at this point, it's fair to say, at least from what we know, you can deduce from what we've seen in reports, that Bill and Rich are not friends. Think about the way all this went down. And this is really what what, what has happened. Arthur Blank met with Bill Belichick on his yacht. One-on-one. One-on-one. My theory is the supposed conversation. Hey, and Bill. That, and that leaked. You know how that leaked? That girl saw the, him riding yep. on the boat dock yep. and took a picture. Yep. Okay. So Belichick got on the yacht, had a one-on-one meeting with the owner. That is some Daniel Snyder, Jerry Jones kind of ish right there. Yep. That's the stuff those kind of – it's not typically what Arthur has done. Yep. But that meeting one-on-one was to sit there and have a conversation about, what do you want, Bill? We want you. I'd love you to coach here. What are your terms? Because Belichick gets to pick his terms. That's that, 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 at this point, that's not he, open he for has, negotiation. He has a leverage. Yep. Then they have a second interview in which we know that Rich McKay and Terry Fontenot and Arthur Blank were all involved. But technically, that was the first interview. Technically, on, it was the first on interview. Paper. Yeah. Yes, on, on paper. On paper is the first interview. Right. Right? So, and remember, before that, it was you can't talk to our coordinators. Then the second interview, a.k.a. first interview, the, the group interview came. Yep. Then it was, oh, you can talk to our coordinators. Yep. And we all thought it was a fait accompli that Belichick was going to get the job here. Yep. And if you follow him the sports betting odds, right after the second interview, his number plummeted going to the Falcons. Like, it was almost even money. Yep. Like, it was almost done. And so now we get to this window here on Monday where you're allowed to start hiring guys, right? Yep. Nothing's happened. Tuesday, but, nothing's happened. Wednesday, but, we're still but, here. But, but I'm correct. They still have one more minority yes. in-person interview. They but can't again, hire anyone. The, anyone. The, they could have completed those minority interviews in a matter of, of, of four hours on Monday at lunch for the sake of getting it done and had Belichick signed by that okay. evening if right. they wanted it to happen that badly. Okay. Right? I mean, yep. in, in theory, yep. may, may, maybe I'm shortening the timeline, but the uh, point is it could have been accelerated. They could have sped it up. Yep. It, it easily could have been accelerated. Yep. Um, 
So I say all that to say that now we're in this sort of limbo here. And from people I've talked to, Belichick and McKay are, are, are again, not friends. And this is one of these things where Arthur has to decide, do I want Rich or do I want Bill? Because my guess is, is that you don't get both. And if you think logically, go back to Spygate, go back to Deflategate, hi. Um, the competition committee had a say in that punishment. Who's on the competition committee? Chris McKay. Oh, yeah. They did. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. So this goes back a while that the, the if you connect the dots here, that there's probably some angst between the two of these guys. And the reason that this hasn't happened yet, in my opinion, is because, well, guess what? Uh, Belichick and McKay are on a package deal. I would argue that if the Falcons' process has been broken and there's room to say that it has been, you know what? In the big picture, that process getting turned upside down may be the best thing for this organization. Well, you hit your wagon and to one of those guys, and here's the thing, too. Both of those guys are alpha male. Both of them have been in very powerful positions. And to look at either one of them, if you're Arthur Blank, and say, okay, Bill, you're going to have to relinquish this part. <laughs> or, Rich, you're going to have to relinquish this part if we're going to bring this guy in the building. What happens then? Arthur Blank has to say, okay, I'm going to ride with this guy, and if this decision doesn't happen, I'm still sticking with Rich McKay. Or if I take Belichick knowing McKay Look, you're either going to take this other role, relinquish some of this, what you have done for this organization for a long, long time, and give it up. That's the decision. But let me let me let me give you this too, as we get into the coaching stuff. Not going to say who, but everybody listening to this radio station would know this name. I had some time with an, a current NFL player last week, and I really didn't bring up some of the coaching stuff. I brought up the quarterback play in the NFL. And that player who has played a long time in the NFL is like Rusty. It's all about quarterback. Of course. If you don't have one, I don't care who your coach is. So see Arthur Smith. We talk about these decisions and I, I get it. It's headline news and all that. But it doesn't matter who we bring in this damn building if we don't get the well, quarterback. The spot only thing that matters right. is that person is going to have a huge say in who the quarterback being chosen is. Yes. So you know, cart before the horse kind of thing here. And again, the process to me is the issue. I say this all the time, and this is why I defended Arthur Smith religiously. The process that he had was right. Process over results. I believe that process, okay, more often than not, nets the right results. It's not an absolute, yep. but if your process is good, your results will follow. Yeah. Okay? The process here is broken because well, if well, they well, got well, Matt well, Ryan wrong, guess what? Okay, okay. There's, there's, there's nothing. Okay, but Arthur Smith hits his wagon to Desmond Ritter. Again. He did. Uh, again. That we, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean, it, it doesn't there, mean there, that everybody not the whole story. Uh, okay. Not no, the whole no, story. No, 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 no. But you're saying we got Matt Ryan right, mm-hmm. and it changed the, the franchise for the next 10 years. Yep. It changed the next 10 years. Okay. For whatever reason, Arthur Smith went into the season with Desmond Ritter. He drafted him. He didn't play him. He played him, what, three games a year before? Four, four yeah. Didn't play him. He played nine snaps in the preseason. Mm-hmm. Okay, whatever. Obviously, it wouldn't matter. <laughs> okay, I know, I know, but I'm saying you hit your wagon to these guys. Okay, it doesn't mean that Arthur Smith can't. Co- I, I don't. Arthur Smith, the guy, has been successful. He yes. has a resume. He has been successful calling plays. I think it's unfair that he's taken that type. I see people in the media now ripping him about play calling. Oh God. Okay, but that's fine. 
But I will tell you this, he hitched his wagon to Desmond Ritter, and he is now unemployed. And those are decisions that this next coach, or what you're saying, I don't care if it's Belichick. I don't care who it is. Whoever comes in this building has got to get this quarterback pick right, or we'll be doing this again in two years. And and look, again, process-wise, if the Falcons miss out on Belichick and they go in the direction of a young first-time coordinator. um, I don't don't know that it's going to happen. I I mean, the, the candidates are getting slimmer now. Well, four, again, job, four jobs now. My I think issue four. is this. I mean, here's my here's my angst with Bobby Slowick. Okay, he's cold plays for one quarterback in this league, C.J. Stroud, a rookie who's pretty damn good. Okay, uh, right now C.J. Stroud is probably like a top ten, top eight quarterback. I in the agree league. with that. That's not that much of a leap to say. You can see it; it pops off the page at you. Yeah, uh, I, I saw it in the in the national semifinal, ga- national championship game, whatever yeah, it was. Uh, trust me, I was in the building. Yeah, so was I. Yeah. That, 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 that's when I knew. Yeah. Um. So, you know, he's not going to have that same luxury. Like, you know, at least with Arthur, Arthur Smith took a first round pick in Tennessee. Yeah. In Ryan Tannehill, who wasn't good. Yeah. And made him good. Like. That's the thing about Ben Johnson. Like, Jared Goff, to a certain extent, wasn't good, and he made him good, right? Even Sean McVay, like, Sean McVay came from Washington. Kyle Shanahan took Matt Ryan, who was good, but made him MVP. Like, I need that sort of comfort level with the next coach, and I just don't know that the process here lends me to believe that they're going to get that guy. Well, again, whoever it is, Mark, I don't care if you bring in Nick Saban to coach the Falcons. If he doesn't get the quarterback pick right, we're going to still be having this discussion uh, a year from now. My favorite Nick Saban quote, I'm really good at coaching good players. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know why he didn't play with the Dolphins? Because the doctor wouldn't clear Drew Brees. Why he didn't coach the Dolphins? He said, F this, I'm out. If the doctor clears Drew Brees to play, <laughs> think about think about the ramifications of that decision. Oh, man. If – the doctor's the space clears. time continuum would have been disrupted if the doctor would have the flux capacitor would have been fluxing. Because from what I have heard, I don't know all the facts, but an outside doctor that they had look at Drew Brees said the guy can play. The Miami team doctor said his shoulder will never be the same. Well, guess what he did? Mm. He went to the Saints and he was better than ever. With also another really good coach. Yes. So that's what I'm saying. We got to get the quarterback pick right. I'm not so much worried about these these guys. They're going to have to make that big boy decision. Arthur Blank's going to have to make that big boy decision. The next big boy decision is going to be. How much faith do you have in the process and the pickers is the real question. We'll find out. No, that's not an answer. It's not an answer. Listen, that's, bet, the listen, listen. that's the one thing the fan base understands, and I don't think that, that Arthur Blank and Rich McKay said nobody has any faith in you guys here, as the here, pickers here. because I the process is broken. En- I don't know enough about the inner workings of the Falcons, but I know this. I have been a Falcons fan since Steve Barkowski, Lynn Kane, William Andrews. Every single year, we only have hope. We don't have confidence. That's the truth. I of, hope. One of the saddest things I've heard or ever heard I a human hope, say. I hope that we get a playoff game. Not if you come in in Mercedes-Benz, you're getting your ass kicked. Because I'm going to tell you right now, those Detroit Lions fans, it didn't matter if they were playing the Ravens Sunday. They're in the parking lot going, we're about to kick your ass. And I want that for my city. I want that for the Falcons. And as long as I've been a Falcons fan, we just hope. We hope. 9 a.m. hour of the Steakhouse brought to you by Advanced Hair Restoration. One-day treatment, life-changing results. AdvancedHair.com. Coming up next... 
It's the tailgate. Uh, why is Nick Saban gone and Kirby is still here? We'll answer that question. Real simple. It's the Steakhouse Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game.